Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This show is presented by DraftKings. A full hour to go. We'll have a win lose recapping the weekend in 15 minutes. Michael Lombardi's thoughts on what he watched this weekend, and if he has an early opinion here. I say early because we don't know yet the status between the two quarterbacks tonight, although Ian Rappaport did say on NFL Network today it's an uphill battle tonight for Geno smith Pauly. Mm. So looking at the yeah. uh, future board here after what took place, only you know three weeks to go beyond tonight's game in the NFL. The Buffalo Bills two weeks ago, not even, it's like 10 days, right? They were 20-1 to 1 to win the AFC. They're now at DraftKings, the fourth shot on the board. It goes in order. Ravens plus 210, Chiefs 3 to 1, Dolphins plus 370, Bills plus 650. Then there's a drop off to teams like Jacksonville, Cleveland, Houston and the Colts. They They're, might they might be the best team in the AFC and they could miss the playoffs. Number 1, it was a great call by Adam Chernoff a couple weeks ago. Adam had another great week on the show giving out plays. But this is how they they already won at Kansas City. They should have beat Philly on the road, and they dismantle the Cowboys. You should beat the Chargers and the Patriots, and maybe it's for the division and all the marbles when you go to Miami. I don't want to see this. And imagine if they could actually get a good seed right now. If they miss it, it's the ultimate what could have been because of how many games they blew and gave away with ridiculous coaching decisions and silly turnovers and what happened. You know, let's go back to when the season started Monday night. When Rodgers got hurt, Allen did three interceptions. But this is, they are hot right now. And I love how the defense, in, sick, flu, whatever, how the defense was all over the field and shutting down and made the Cowboys look so bad. And it's 31 to 3 with, in garbage time. Imagine if, if uh, this team was healthy. That's right. The Buffalo Bills. Right. I saw that same tweet and some of the responses to the tweet when it. Oh, I know. It's what, ridiculous. One odds maker said that his power rating at the top is San Francisco 1, then Baltimore, then Buffalo. People are like, LMAO, they're not even going to make the playoffs. Yeah. You don't get it then. Yeah, they're, it's, not the, it's not the point. It's not the point at all. Right, they're power rating, and no one wants Ooh. to see them. But certainly that's, they're a good-sized favorite now to make the playoffs. Let's say they sneak in. Uh-huh. Well, uh, what's, the, what's the seed, though? Um, I mean, six. Uh, Let's yeah. say they're the six. Huh. Well, uh, now as a result of the blackjack tournament here, I have a future on the Ravens. I don't want any part of this team. I don't want to see them. I mean, this team is scary. No, you don't want what Buffalo. No, no way. No, nobody does. You want, I mean, a, you want a Houston, you want an Indy, you want somebody like that if you have a, a one or a two seat. You I'll, don't want to see Buffalo. I'll tell you what, I, I don't really want to see Cleveland. 
Yes. I, I really don't. They didn't go in the draft. I'm surprised. They were 40 to 1. And how many people selected? 12 teams were selected. Cleveland didn't go no with a free roll. 40 to 1. The, well, the Flacco story. I mean, Flacco fever. This is this well, is this is wild what they've done here and in great point by you earlier. They they're, they're taking the Njoku out of the you know cobwebs and here comes Njoku. What what a weapon he's been. Cooper 100 yards and Joku 100 yards. Yeah. And the Brownies win again. I can't believe it took this many quarterbacks to realize that Njoku should be like uh, mm-hmm. you know target 1B on the team. Yeah. Along with Cooper, maybe he should be the number 1 target overall. Yeah. So the division is right there for the Bills and who knows. Maybe Miami goes from hey, if we win this game against Tennessee, we could be the one. They might get like the 6 seed. But that's the, the fascinating thing about Buffalo. They might be the first or the best or second best team in the AFC. No one wants to play them, but you lose every tiebreaker. Imagine every, every single one. They lost all those teams pretty yeah. much. Head to head in a horrible conference record. Yeah. Now, okay. So that was quite the performance yesterday. I mean, it was the, the perfect game for the Bills, basically, right? But you need to keep in mind again Jay Glazer had that report on game day that it's like maybe 10 guys for the Cowboys were sick, including Gilmore, Cooks, others. So how much did that really factor in? For one three-hour window, though, it looked damn impressive. And, I mean, James, they only threw the ball 15 times, which never happens in Buffalo. Yeah. And for them just to realize, well, they can't stop us running the ball. So James Cook was very good. But also, I just I love, forget about the running for a second, I love the way they also throw that guy the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. They're using him like a little bit like Christian McCaffrey here. Well, I know people were saying, shame on Buffalo. Dorsey wasn't the problem. It was more McDermott and Allen's turnovers, but it, it, it needed to be done. Yep. And a great job by Brady to embrace the rushing attack and how they've looked. And, and they have no problems going to Kansas City and winning. We know oh. that. So I am uh, I'm definitely nervous if I'm Baltimore or Kansas City well, if these guys get in. And, and that's, I think, the point, right? Overall, like the, the teams at the very top of the AFC, they're not, in terms of power ratings, they're not like the Chiefs have been in previous years or Buffalo was in previous years. Right, so a team like Baltimore, Miami, Jacksonville, they all have like flaws, or they're not nearly as good with the power rating as we've seen previous teams in this conference before. That's why a team like Buffalo, if they get in, watch out. A team like Cleveland, I don't know. Do you want to play the Bengals right now? Maybe they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah, incredible what confidence can do. And I'll, I How mean, about Browning in the post game, which I understand. It's like it's not the same GM and, and coach. Sure. But you know, you guys shouldn't have cut me. What the Vikings did and how they treated them. Um, but it's yeah, yeah. I mean, Browning's been awesome here. Uh, what they've done, and Cincinnati's definitely in this. What, what a performance and a comeback. Now, I want to say this today. Things can change in the next weeks. You know, three weeks or so based on matchups and overall numbers. But I kind of want to take like just go to. In my mind right now, have it that I'm going to be taking all dogs like on the money line in the AFC. Anything can happen with these teams. Wide open. Kansas City might walk into the one seed here somehow too uh, because well, Baltimore has such a tough schedule. But in Kansas City plays no one. But they're, they're certainly beatable, and uh, they have their flaws and issues offensively. So, you, right, you can't dismiss a Cleveland. You can't count out a Houston if they can get in and what Steichen's done with the Colts. I yeah. mean, don't laugh. I mean, look at this. He's doing this with Minshew and remember the nonsense with Taylor and what happened. With Ursay. See, that's why I would lean to him right now as the coach of the year. We have to keep in mind that he's doing this the entire time with Gardner yeah. Minshew. Either guy I'm fine with. Either guy. That's, you want that's to give fair. It, and it probably comes down to the Week 18 game. You want to give it to Steichen, fine. Whoever wins that game or Ryan's, to me, it's got to be one of those two guys. Well, and that's – so right now the Colts are 45-1 to to win the AFC at DraftKings. The Texans are 22-1. to Assuming for a second here that C.J. Stroud comes back and he's going to be good to go – they can't do damage in the playoffs? Defense Why been, not? Yeah. I don't happen in the second half against the Jets, but they've done an excellent job defensively other than that going back the last couple of weeks. So we're, we're talking, this is like, we have three weeks to play, Paulie. And we're, we're talking about teams who are not even in the playoffs right now that I wouldn't yeah. want any part of and maybe they're worth a bet to win this conference. It's wild when you watch like the NBC and, see, and go through all the scenarios, both conferences about who's in, who's out, percentages, who can be where, and, 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 the, and the stuff that can happen here. Yep. So I'll give you another one. Don't forget about this. Yes, it was not pretty. And uh, Sean Payton, uh, some of the decisions he made on Saturday yeah. night were questionable at best. Well, those were two touchdowns. I, I, th- I thought the same exact thing. But watch what's going to happen here. They can win out. 
They should. Their schedule is so easy that the Broncos can go 10-7. and seven. So right now, here we are on Monday morning, it's always like overreaction Monday, right? The thought is, well, they were terrible against the lines they got. They're 75-1 to one to win the AFC now. We were just talking about how that, well, that's, they were a five-point dog in that game. If they lose, that's still going to be a dangerous team potentially in the playoffs. They get the Patriots at home, the Chargers at home, and then at the Raiders, which will be 75% Broncos fans probably. At least, and they beat the Bills head-to-head, so they have the tiebreaker there. And I don't even know, does Jacksonville, you, you said, miss the playoffs? Who wins that division? The Colts weren't, weren't were 20-1 to 1 not that long ago to win the division. Uh-huh. I mean, this is wild how things now Jacksonville with the losing streak and Lawrence has a concussion and the game's off the board when they go to Tampa Sunday. What a choke job by Jacksonville. I, I just the, the playoff picture's madness in both conferences, what could happen. And, and, and the Houston-Cleveland game is big. Cleveland appears to be safe. Um, but Cincinnati can do this too, but they have a tough schedule. You yep. get the Pittsburgh game coming up Saturday. You still have to play the Browns, and they go to Kansas City in the middle there. So we'll go back. You, you've been you've made a point like uh, in the last month or so. Tony Romo was saying this a lot, so you keep bringing that up. Romo was saying on one of the broadcasts, nobody's going to go to Baltimore and win in the playoffs. It's out of his mind. Actually, like how many? What's the list? Give me the list of teams that can go to Baltimore and win in the playoffs. KC can. Buffalo, Buffalo can. Buffalo can. Miami. I don't. I don't see why Miami can't. Cleveland can. Yes. Right? That's four right there. It was ugly week one, but it was Stroud's first start. You have to respect uh, well, the Colts won there. Minshew won in the elements. That's right. But it's just, yeah, I mean, the Brown, the uh, the, the Ravens have uh, given some games away. But you have the great performance defensively. A lot of it was Jacksonville sloppy with the ball and, and the issue before halftime where the clock runs out. But you win the game and you lose Mitchell for the season. So it, you also look at their schedule coming up. You have to go to San Francisco on Christmas, and then you have Miami at home. They should, they could get the one seed, should get the one seed, but you never know. I still think they should have more. They should be a more explosive offense. But do I but go back to go back last week? I mean, they should have lost to the Rams, and they couldn't stop Stafford. Yeah. But it's it's no doubt it's wide open in the AFC, and then in the NFC, I, it's just it's it's this monster, San Francisco, and everyone else. Yeah, their their power rating is taking off with a bullet, eleven and three. Five-point favorites. You think it's way too short against uh, Baltimore on Christmas Day? They are, uh, I mean, the way that they have put this team together and the way it's panning out right now. Oh. And and Purdy is now, what, minus 190, minus $2 to win the MVP? Mm-hmm. Dak has to be out. Uh, he's not in it. Because you're not going to yeah. win the division, and you're not going to, so you're going to be in that, you're going to get the five seed, and that just that's doomed for an MVP candidate. Yeah, an MVP candidate cannot, lose like they did yesterday in December and have 92 yards of offense late in the game. That's just that I'm sorry, it doesn't happen. Yep. History suggests that it, that will not take place. Now, what if Purdy throws for 300 yards, they score 30-some points and beat ball, shut it down? Well, then he goes to you, minus 1,000. Got to be, got to shut it down then. Yeah. Again, the only reason why he's sitting here at minus 190 and not like a $5 favorite or more is because he was taken in the seventh round. This guy's a first-round pick. You're telling me he's not minus 500 today to win the game? Of course he is. I'm sure irrelevant. That's right. Yep. If it's Trey Lance again, he's $5 today to win the MVP. Third Concur. overall pick. Got to be able to play, right? Uh, Paulie will run down all the craziness that came in over the weekend. Big bets, upsets, bad beats next here on Win-Lose. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. I'm driving home yesterday. They're filming a documentary on Circus Survivor. So they interviewed me yesterday, and I was on the network with Brent Musburger. Mike Tannenbaum just lighting up Hackett about the play calling. I mean, your offensive line stinks. They're coming out. They're throwing. They're backed up. They're throwing the ball. Turnover right away, right? At the one-yard line. Oh, yeah. Leads to a Miami touchdown. Why would you run the ball, right, Hackett, with that offensive line? I mean, Zach Wilson got killed. Dolphins plus 750, first touchdown in the early games. Lowest scoring team, Jets plus 750, shutout. Lowest scoring game, an in-play dream, just like the game that was played with App State and Miami of Ohio. It's raining sideways. Falcons-Panthers plus 350. Highest scoring team, Niners plus 250. Highest scoring game, Niners-Cardinals 9-1. Shutout again, 3-1. That cashes every week, it seems, as the Jets can't get there. Overtime, yes, minus 120. Most passing yards, Baker Mayfield, 22 to 1. Most receiving, Godwin, 20 to 1. Okay. Most rushing yards, Singletary, 40 to 1. What a win by, what happened in that game? 13 nothing Titans, Keenum can't move the ball, and they score three points the rest of the way, and the Texans get the big win. Every time I looked up, it was Texans ball like at their own 10-yard line, and he was getting sacked right. again. Yeah, me too. And then all of a sudden, it's 16-9. I'm thinking, wait, can they actually win this game? Yeah. And lo and behold, here you are, they did. Did you see the drive in overtime? Oh, I was watching. They're backed up. He throws a dump off to Singletary. It goes for 40 yards. Yeah. It's like the Titans gave up. Almost, yeah. After they punted. How about the, how about the touchdown run that got called back? I know. No one touched Then them. they just say, okay, we no don't want to be here anymore. Laporta to score three touchdowns, 30-1 to one Saturday. Addison to score twice, 30-1. to one. UFC, Gaziev, round two, finish 9-1. to one. Lipsky by submission, 20-1. to one. Round two, finish 18-1. to one. Emmett, round one, finish 9-1. to one. Man U, Liverpool, draw yesterday, plus 520. Nil-nil, who knows what it paid. Just like this one. Imagine what this played in play Saturday. Man City at home against Crystal Palace. They led 2-0 in the 75th minute. Draw two Palace goals and one in the 95th minute. By the way, I think that's Man U's like eighth draw of the year. Is it? They draw so often you can't even, yeah, you lost count. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. All right, a pretty good flex here. Our guy, Jonathan Von Tobel, he's on the highway, a blowout. He goes, no problem, I got it. There he is. I, I, <laughs> I'll change my tire. Yeah, no problem. That is not a good feeling, though. I don't care. Me? I'd go in my pants, dive in, and swim. I wouldn't know what to do. Oh, you'd have no idea? <laughs> no way. The jack, you don't know how to... Uh, no, I bet... It happened to me a couple times, but you know, I had the, when I had a Mercedes, they just they come on the, they'd be there in 15 minutes and help me out. Oh, oh, oh tri- AAA is absolutely worth it. Oh, absolutely, penny. yeah, yeah, great job, Von Tobel. Although one time, my buddy and I had a, going over to the summer league, we blew a tire 116 degrees out, 
Yeah. Both of us, right? Okay. We're tell- we were on the air that day. We told Danny Ferry that story, and he goes to both of us. Took two of you. I want each of your man cards. Oh, is what he said, Danny. I'm like, it's 116. When two of us were in the car. Come on, Danny. Yeah. That's unfair. Bad job. How about this? The 49er fan. Is this Tim again? Yeah, Tim. So last week he went to his, his favorite bar, local bar in Reno. It's a 49er bar. He had a royal flush for twenty thousand. He went back to watch his Niners. He did it again. Well, he's going to be going back every weekend now. No kidding. And, and there's the Royal, the Diamonds. And then here's see the little 49er guy there. And then here's the... the, the yeah. The 49er gnome. Right. And there's the $20,000. Great job, Tim. Good for you. We haven't checked in with our guy Blue for a while. The French Bulldog who was born deaf. He's all over Instagram. People love him. I love Blue. Eh, okay. Oh, we got a strawberry today on the fork. Eats with his hands like a human. Yeah, look, he's got the silverware. He's not, yeah, unlike humans. He got, right? He's got it. Piece of cake, right? Look at putting it down, huh? Look at him. He's feeding himself with the strawberry. Little guy. <laughs> I love him. I can't follow him on Instagram. Blue's the man. That is excellent. And how about the gentle giant here? Look at the big fella. Can you rub my belly? Yeah, that's the spot. Huh? Can you, yeah. He's bigger than the humans sitting oh, yes, down. Yeah. Look how big that guy is. Look how big his head is. Yeah, that's right. And hello, great to meet you, Bobby and Kim Boatman from Texas. Met him yesterday here at Circa. They watch every day. Kim's a, a nice gal. Happy holidays, Kim. Great to meet you. And Bobby, Bobby watches every day, and he tells his wife, I don't, don't disturb me. I'm watching Mitch and Pauly. Oh, good for Leave him. me alone. He also has a line, if I'm golfing, even if someone dies, don't call me. Nothing going to change anything. They're still dead. Let me play my round of golf. Leave me alone. Let me get it in. Let me squeeze article. it in. Love Bobby and Kim Boltman. I'll from see Tech. the text when the round is done. They know They know Paul Stone. They also know Paul Stone. Oh, okay. Very cool. Great people. And great to meet him as well. Lose some. Titans. The look-ahead line, they were getting three and a half. They went off a three-point favorite. Ooh. I don't know I don't know what happened in that game. That was bizarre. Did no hill? This will, You want to talk about an overreaction. The Jets from 13 down to seven. Routed. The Zach Wilson second half against Houston, the fluke of all flukes. Saints over against the Giants, 36 and a half up to 39 and a half. I missed a great angle here. People are sick and tired of this Tommy DeVito story. And every time the Saints sacked him, they were doing the celebration, the forget about it, right? And it was they they ate him alive. Georgia Southern, Ohio under 54 and a half down to 48. No shot. Bad for the books. Rams, commanders over. 45 and a half up to 48 and a half fell or 48. Ron, you got to go for two there, Rivera. Horrible job. Did you see how good Brissett looked when he came in? Jets couldn't have used him? Uh, it's also garbage time. Nah, Game's I over under- Come on, right down the field, though, twice, uh, though. Come on. No? Atlanta, Carolina under. 35 down to 32. Easy winner, rocking chair. Titans, Texans under. 42 and a half down to 38. Jets, Dolphins under. 40 and a half down to 35 and a half. The look-ahead on the Rams, one and a half, up to seven. They win by eight. Mackinnon. One and a half was the look-ahead. Yeah. Going back, yeah. Mackinnon, yes. Mackinnon made it uh, nine. Bengals from pick up to three. Falls three. A better at Caesars at $220,000 on the Bengals lane three. What a lucky push that was. Jacksonville State, plus one and a half. Went off a three-point favorite against Louisiana. They win by three in the over. 56 and a half, up to 59 and a half. Great job by Rich Rod. UCLA, two and a half up to six and a half. Cal, Texas Tech under, 54 and a half down to 48 and a half. And Miami, Ohio, App State under, 48 and a half down to 41. How about Miami of Ohio doesn't complete a pass beyond the line of scrimmage and they cover? How about it? That second half total was 19. Outrageous, right? 13 fumbles in the game. Yeah, until they combined to score two touchdowns like right away in the third quarter. I'm like, uh, am I really going to lose this? Okay. All we want for the holidays is NBA action. New customers get $150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Code FOLLOW. The crowd is yours. Great job, guys. Thanks to all the tweets as well. I missed one. Cook had more rushing yards than Singletary. Missed that. Thanks for all the tweets. Cook was uh, doubling up the output from the entire Cowboys offense in that game. Wow. That's how bad it was. Uh, a couple of good tweets here again on Arthur Smith. Yesterday, oh, oh. again, th- think about the draft capital that they have used on Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson mm-hmm. in recent years. Bijan, 10 touches, 12 yards. Drake, two catches, 24 yards. Pitts, three catches for 37 yards. This is a good tweet from uh, Ben Gretsch. Report came out last week 
Arthur Smith's job, uh, his job was safe barring a late season collapse. Falcons players knew the assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. Can't do it. I think we might touch all together, right? From who was the first coach fired this year? Was it McDaniels? Yeah, yeah. I have to give you credit because there were so many people. Falcons over, Falcons over. Look at the schedule. Ritter. Well, they got you. I mean, he's just. Yeah, all right, all right, right. Yep. There was a lot of confidence in they that guy. To, they have to win out now to go over the win total. And I, know, I don't yeah. see it happening. Well, I mean, probably if lose gonna... against the Colts. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, here you go with a, with a game where it's below a field goal. It's been like every game this year for the mm-hmm. Falcons pretty much. Yeah. But so they're a major disappointment. Who's going to win that division? Tampa. Buccaneers, they're 350 to make the playoffs. I think they're minus 165 to win their division. Blacko fever, Baker mania. Well, he was really good yesterday. I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Right. But they have a tough schedule, though. But that's, yeah, I know you were disappointed in discussing with Green Bay. Green Bay just, okay, well, we're serious. We're, we're, good, we're a good-sized favorite to make the playoffs, and uh, that'll do it. They went from minus 250 to make to minus 350 to miss. That's bad. In Since well, l- a week ago tomorrow. Well, still, all the tiebreakers go their way. Imagine the stranglehold the Vikings would have. Oh, yeah. The Vikings would have been in. Yeah, rather than plus. a huge favorite because they win all these tiebreakers sure. and they lose. And, and you imagine Detroit sits people week 18. I think the, oh, Ram- I, I think the Rams are going to get in. Oh, yes. I think they're going to get I in. I like them Thursday. I think, yep. the, I think the Rams are going to be pretty tough uh, in the playoffs. Boy, things have changed and just like that. Did, did you see the DeVito family along with the agent? They're at the Saints game. They're all wearing sunglasses sitting there. Oh, look at the comments. I, I got, if you I saw, read the comments, it's like, oh, boy, people can't, People are just sick of it. I saw the agent was wearing all green. Right. He went into the Italian Sports Hall of Fame or something. And, yeah. Yeah. Does that, I don't know the answer to this because I, I don't really care, but does every agent like have access to the field before games? That's Michael Lombardi on the program coming up next. We'll ask him about Arthur Smith, Ron Rivera, and others here on Follow the Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. All right, it continues today, college bowl season, and VEASAN has an early Christmas present for you. If you're not a subscriber yet, no problem. We're giving away the College Bowl betting guide to everyone. Spreads, totals, picks from the Golics. Steve Mackinan is on fire. His NFL picks have been awesome. Um, Musburger as well has a pick on every bowl game. Put a bowl on this bowl season. Get a free copy of the College Bowl betting guide. Absolutely free. VEASAN.com slash bowl guide. Get your free copy today. Every Monday at this time, uh, we are joined by Michael Lombardi, longtime NFL executive, uh, VSIN host. He's had his own show now for many years. It's called Lombardi Line. Monday through Friday at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific. GM Shuffle podcast coming out later on today, and his book is called Football Done Right. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Christmas week, guys. Yeah, back at you. Season flying. Yeah. Yep. Happy holidays. We were kicking that around today. I think it was Adam Schefter who said maybe like eight teams. All together now, going back to when the Raiders got rid of McDaniels. Uh, from then until the end of the season, might be looking for new coaches next year. I, I, some of these guys, at the like we were talking about Arthur Smith and the Falcons. Is this guy safe? I mean, Bijan London Pitts, high draft capital last three years. He's an offensive guy. He doesn't know how to use him. I mean, this is the second time in a row. I mean, the first game they beat Carolina in, in Atlanta. They threw for 90 yards in that game. <laughs> And they couldn't run the ball in that game. And Carolina did what Carolina has done most of the season. They turned it over, and Atlanta snuck by with a win. But that game was inexcusable. On paper, they're the better team. But you just had a sense that Carolina was going to stop them offensively with their defense. And Bryce Young didn't turn the ball over. I mean, I think he's in a lot of trouble. I really do. I think he's a candidate. Because, look, Arthur Blank, the owner of the team, as these guys get older, their patience level becomes less tolerant. And the scoreboard doesn't really matter. But the direction of the Falcons to stick with Ritter and believe he's the guy and then not make him the guy, that that becomes a real issue. Totally agree. And for them to have that kind of schedule, which was so easy and you can't even have a winning record, is a joke. You were all over Rivera yesterday. I mean, is this it for Ron? The the clock management there at the end. 
Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You know, you know what? Some of the things he had three timeouts remaining. Yes. And he and he goes for an onside kick, and he needs the ball in good field position. So even if you stop him, you know, now you're going to start to drive at your own 15 with no timeouts. Wouldn't you rather start to drive at your own 40? Like, it's common sense. It's just common sense. And finally, how long have I been saying that the enemy's going to get the quarterback killed? I mean, everybody, oh, the enemy's offense is good. they got to give him a chance to be a head coach. Really? Has anybody watched their offense and how the quarterback has gotten killed? They get great passing yards. They throw it all over the lot. But at some point, I think what Collinsworth said last night on television about the uh, 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 about the Jacksonville Jaguars, at some point, you got to have some toughness to your team. You got to be able to run the football. You can't throw it. You can't throw your way out of every problem. Jacksonville learned that last night. Mm-hmm. Washington has learned that this whole time. I mean, look, Rivera might think he's going to keep his job, but we all know that's over and that's going to open soon. Well, and then so I can't imagine that he, at his age, would get another. Head, I could be wrong. Would ever get another head coaching job. Brandon Staley is still a young guy. He's one of yeah. the worst head coaches I've ever seen. He got canned last Friday right after our show. Does he ever get another job? I'm, I question whether you give him a defensive coordinator's job because if you just evaluate him, forget the head coaching decisions. If you evaluate him on the merit of the defense of the San Diego of the Los Angeles Chargers since the time he took over, it hasn't been very impressive. You know what happens? We get these guys that get PR campaigns. Remember this. We're going to enter election season in the NFL, not selection season. Mm. Like for this guy to get a head coaching job over some of the really good defensive coordinators, you look at Jim Schwartz. Okay, he wasn't great in Detroit. Watch what he did to watch what he did to Justin Fields yesterday. And if you want to believe Justin Fields is the franchise quarterback like DJ Moore does, just keep watching that tape. Watch how he pressured him inside, forced him with no escape line. They had no offense. That's what great coordinators do. And I think we see that. And Staley never had been that. He had the Sean McVay magic. And when you get that Sean McVay uh, Twixie dust, you, you can go far. You don't have to have any good numbers with it. I mean, look at, look at Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry. I mean, could there be – they yeah. made Baker Mayfield into looking like he was a great player yesterday. I mean, Baker Mayfield a week ago in Atlanta had one drive in the game. All good points. Back up to what you said earlier. You can't throw your way out of every problem. How about the toughness that you're seeing in the rushing attack now with Buffalo? I never thought I would say that. I mean, look, I've said this all year. If Dallas doesn't make it, it's because of their defense, not their offense. And I thought yesterday was the perfect example. To allow a Buffalo Bills team, which really doesn't want to run the ball, Mm -hmm. to run it almost 50, 49 times in the game and get 266 yards – and control the clock for 35 minutes. It's really remarkable. And, and if I said to you, Paulie and Mitch, you know, Josh Allen's going to throw for 94 yards, as long as pass play is going to be 24, <laughs> you'd say, well, the Cowboys killed him. Yeah. The Cowboys killed him. But, you know, I mean, Cook goes for over a buck 70, you know, and averages seven to a carry. This Cowboy defense is way overrated, way yes. overrated. It's been overrated all year. I thought they could play the run. I thought their quickness and their athleticism could help. I was surprised how Buffalo attacked them, but Buffalo was right. I was wrong. Where would you put Buffalo overall power rating-wise, like the pecking order of the AFC right now? Well, I think they're hard to play right now. When they demonstrated a running game of over 250 yards, which is something that they haven't really had all season, that you've got to put them up there. Look, they can go into Kansas City and win. We know that. Mm -hmm. We, We know that. And so who's going to really beat them? Can Baltimore beat them? Here's what I'll say about Baltimore. Go ahead. Lamar Jackson's incredible. But you can't do what he does in three consecutive games like that. Interesting. Like some of the plays he gets away with and makes, you can't do that three times in a row in three games to get you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. you got to have a methodology of offense. And what Buffalo showed us yesterday was they can play right-handed and left-handed. They can run the ball, which I didn't think they could with their offensive line, but yet they did. And they didn't even ask Josh Allen to win the game. I mean, he had he had eight carries for 24 yards. He didn't even have to run the ball. If you're Dan Quinn, you're holding your head down low. Yeah, I think the AFC's wide open. What, where are you at with Cleveland and Cincinnati? Look, I, I mean, Cleveland played with five backup offensive linemen yesterday. And really, in all honesty, the game sh- – I was on Chicago. I pushed in the game. But it was the wrong play because – other than the because the dropped interception for the touchdown, you know the bobble ball that turns into an interception, Flacco's interceptions, the game should have been close. I mean, Cleveland dominated the game. 
Chicago couldn't do anything on offense. They were four for 18 on third down. They had one drive in the game. They got three points. That's all they got. And in the fourth quarter, they had three first downs. They, they turned the ball over on downs. I mean, they're going to win the game if Justin Fields can, can keep his feet and get the first down. But they can't make plays in the fourth quarter with their offense. Look, every, oh, Sweat played great. Yeah, I mean, he's going against backup offensive linemen. Of mm. course they're going to play great on defense. I mean, seriously, watch who they're playing against. That's not the, even the Cleveland offensive line. And yet Cleveland found a way to win the game, which is remarkable to me, guys, is Cleveland finds ways to win the game. And yet all we talk about is Robert Sala will be back next year for the Jets. Meanwhile, you know, he's in the same situation. Like, I think they should just hand the charter of the franchise over to Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and let him become the president of the team. Yeah. If you're going to bring Sala back after this performance that he showed you when he didn't have Aaron Rodgers, you're watching different games than I'm watching. I totally agree. I, wh- what do you make of what's going on in Philly and, and Patricia now calling defensive plays tonight? Look, I think Philly, and I've said this many times, when I made the Peterson statements about him not being ready to be a head coach, I, I was right. And the Eagles carried him. The Eagles built him into a, into a head coach. Now, is he an elite head coach? You're going to have to make that decision based on Jacksonville. We can have that conversation. There's some unique things that happen down there. But what Philly does a great job of, Paulie, is they build the organization and help the coach. This is another example of helping the coach. They didn't fire DeSessi. They didn't fire him. Mm-hmm. They let Patricia come in and give him some experience. They were losing the locker room, and they had to fix it. The Eagles are a very good organization in terms of collecting and helping everybody. It's a collaborative effort from Mm. the general manager to the owner, and they make the decisions. Look, last year, they brought Vic Fangio in. It still bothers them to this day. They believed Vic Fangio was going to be their defense coordinator. They were lied to because they they didn't think Jonathan Gannon was going to get a head coaching job. And when he got one, Vic had already signed with the Dolphins, which really made Philly very upset. And that's why they fired the tampering charges. There you go. That's ah, why they did that. Yeah. Because they thought Vic was going to be their defense coordinator. They had it all etched in, and they're still bitter about that. So they're behind the eight ball. And I think that this is how they're trying to fix it. That's why they brought Patricia in, mm. to, just in case. And the in case has now showed up. Michael, like 30 seconds here. If you had to make a wager on it right now, do you think Jalen Hurts plays tonight? I can't imagine he could play in the cold and the rain up there, you know, and and they're going to need him to play. Look, when Mahomes had the flu, remember that game in Denver? Uh, Yes, very much so. Uh Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You got to get IVs, you know. I mean, look, Joe Montana is the only guy I know that drank chicken soup and came out and won the Cotton Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for the time as always. Thanks, guys. Thank you, you sir. Uh, New podcast coming out today called GM Shuffle. His show, Lombardi Line, is at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific, and his book is called Football Done Right. All right. Excellent. Had to make a move. He is right about that. throw your way out of every problem. I like that. Think about the rosters the Eagles have put together in the last six, seven years, two different times. It's been remarkable, the talent that they've had. In-pocket plays, and uh, I hate it when casinos do this. It happened to me on Friday night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with 
people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. All right. Another bad job. Two wins, three losses, and a push. But some of the beats here, and it's just it's so hard. You know, had the Bears plus three push. Had the Titans lane two and a half and three. How do you lose that? Plymouth winner over Rothingham. Bears plus three push. Ravens lane three. Easy winner. Falcons minus three. How do you lose these games? How? Carolina can't move the ball. It's 7-3. Fumble. Bengals lane four. Bad number. Bet it early came down. Although, again, they had no business winning that game. And as I tweeted, imagine for the two people that had them in Survivor. Oh, God. Vikings uh, driving in Cincinnati territory in overtime. And then, you know, with the weather, they came in late. 39 up to 44 and then back down to 41. No chance with the total in the Ravens-Jags game. Uh, bet Detroit already. The look ahead. Uh, Detroit lane three against the Vikings on the road. And the Brownies. I think the wrong team's favored. I got Flacco fever. I'm on board. What a story. I'll take the Browns plus two and a half at Houston. Alrighty. Recapping the weekend. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, anytime touchdown. No good. He throws three of them. Mullins did. You believe that? Three overall touchdowns. Right. Addison was the guy who went nuts. Hawkinson yeah. did go over his other props, <clears throat> catches, and yards. Uh, losers there. Packers minus three and a half. Maybe the worst bet that I've made the entire year. I was thinking about getting off of it, too, because of the injuries. Guys were not coming back in that game. Didn't. And uh, just in a, a debacle yesterday at Lambeau Field. Their, their, their defensive coordinator needs to be gone this week. That's the problem. What was your... You were disgusted by what happened defensively in May, Mayfield. It's every, and then third and long, every possession, doesn't yeah. matter. They pick it up with ease, guys wide open. Or yeah. the touchdown run, uh, the pass on third and four that goes 52 yards untouched. That was one of several plays where they got. So that's a loser. This is a, a number that I bet back in the summertime. 49ers minus six. Hey, finally got one. A winner. And pending here. I bet this last week on the uh, look-ahead numbers, Falcons-Colts over 43. That's up to 45. Who would you take if I told you you had to bet that game for a side? Colts. Yeah. God, Atlanta's got a win out to go for their win total. What a joke. Uh, here you have the guy who might win coach of the year against the guy who is uh, should be dead man walking. Absolutely. Ten touches for Robinson. Do you think the players really like going at going to work with him? How? Well, they have to know he doesn't know. Come on. Want to check out VEASAN's betting splits, but don't have a VEASAN Pro subscription yet? This week, we're giving away access to the betting splits for free. It's updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out future events as well. VEASAN.com slash splits. Free access all this week. VEASAN.com slash splits. 
Okay, so here's what happened to me on Friday night in Las Vegas, and I can't stand it when casinos do this. I get it. Like, dealers need to take breaks. I understand that. Uh, this may be uh, a discussion that we can also bookmark for Mike Palm when he joins us on Thursday. So the casino I'm at on Friday night was relatively dead. Not a lot of people are playing blackjack. There's one table. It's wide open. Nobody's sitting there. The dealer, I was going to go play some. The dealer's like looking at me. He's like, hey. Mm-hmm. So I go sit down. I'm like six hands in. Okay. Good luck to you. you welcome in whatever the lady's name is. She's probably 70 years old, been dealing cards for who knows how long. I'm just thinking to myself, wait a second here. You're going to leave already. You were taking a nap. You need a, you need a break already? I just showed up. I, play, I played here for three minutes. You're going to leave? Well, yeah. I can't stand it when they do that right away. I hate it. So I sit there and I suck it up and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll play. And I, I won like five, five out of the eight hands I think I played or whatever. So it's five, up a small amount. The, I wish somebody would have been there with a, uh, just taking video of their, the worst run of blackjack I've ever seen in my entire, you, had, you saw that with Mike Sanderson earlier with the, the best slot three run you've ever fl- seen. Three Royal Flusses, same machine in this band. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. The exact. Two and 10 minutes. The dealer and the pit boss came over at some point and they're both shaking their heads. What was going, go ahead. It, I was getting good cards either dealt to me or I would have like right. um, a 12 versus an eight, for example. Oh, well, I get, I get, a, I get an eight, right? Or I get a seven. I got a good card. She would pull out a four card 20 or four card 21 to beat me. It was uncanny. And I know you hear stories about this all the time. The pit boss is shaking his head. At some point on the last hand, and I, I had intentions of playing for a couple of hours, right? This was like right away. I only got through like one and a half shoes, basically. That oh, was wow. it. And I just, I had to stand up at one point and just say, that's, that's it for me. It was, it literally felt like I was Chevy, Chevy Chase in a Vegas vacation. When the dealer says, hey, why don't I just take you outside of kicking the bread basket? We'll call it even. <laughs> that's what it felt like. And I was the only one who played at the table. Uh. It was every single hand. She's pulling four card 19s and five card 20s. And it's the card count is, is in my favor like the entire time as a result. So when I would get, oh, there was one time when I split eights. It was a beautiful move. And I was le- loaded, on, loaded on the table, right? Somehow she cracked the code, had like a four or five card. Cracked the code. And I just, that, that session <clears throat> made me so bitter. It's kind of like where I just want, I got to tap out. I don't even want to play blackjack oh, again for oh, months. Oh, how things you, have changed. You know how bad that goes? I know. I texted you recently. I love this game. Got that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for it right now. We had a cabana championship Saturday for college right. football. Boy, I love this blackjack. Well, I was this being somewhat is, I was being somewhat facetious. I too. was up four thousand. This is so fun, this game. Ooh, I, I feel for you. This, I, I play, I don't know how people win. I just want to play so, for a little bit. I, yeah, I, I'm I understand. Okay, That's good. Yeah. I'm okay sitting down and breaking even for three hours. I can yeah. do that. That's fine. Yeah. But when the when the deck is going like that, I'm just like, I don't uh, why should I ever come back here ever yeah. again? Well, I feel your pain. At least at least I wasn't playing I didn't have my money on the table, but we had the blackjack tournament this weekend here with Derek and Mike's Invitational. In the second round, you start with 5,000 chips. You play 21 hands. The max is 5,000 bet. The minimum is 100. I played 21 hands. I won four. I won four hands. Huh? I don't even think I had a push in there either. I won four of the 21 hands. The voodoo and the black magic of it just 21, 21. But, you know. When you have a 16, you take a hit, you bust. When they have it, here comes the five. Of course, every single right time. Right in your face. Now, what's always interesting, we'll try to get one of these guys on tomorrow. He has the IV cheat code. What a character this guy is. But here's how the draft went. First pick, no surprise, 49ers, $20,000, right? At plus 235. Right. Matthew goes Dallas number two. He's from Texas. Okay, 9-1. to one. And this was at halftime of the Denver-Detroit game Saturday night. We played four rounds all weekend. It was great. Thanks to Derek Stevens. Here's what got people talking. Alex Winnick, with the third pick, took the Atlanta Falcons. He won some money. He'll explain tomorrow what he was thinking, why he decided to do that. But, again, you're talking about people that bet $100,000 in a football game. You're going to get some – they're not coming in here to take, like, a three-to-one shot. No, they're not. So they want to shoot for the stars and, and go for, and aim big. They're not – it doesn't do anything for them to come in and just put 10000 on a on a five-to-one shot. Sure. Great guy, Christopher. We met him. He watches every day on Nesson. He's from Boston. 
Wow. He has the Buffalo Bills for 150000 Big win against Dallas. That seems like a pretty good bet. He's feeling good. He took the Bills. Donald Sawyer took the Eagles with the sixth pick. Ron took the Chiefs. Michael Sanderson went Detroit Lions with the seventh pick at 21-1. to And yours truly, somehow still available, the one seed in the AFC. I took the Ravens for 5000 at 5-1. to Mike Palm was incredulous. He couldn't well, believe it. That's got to be the reason right. Because all these guys ahead of us, hey, they didn't want the five you, to one. They don't want five to one. I, well, I mean, they want to. Okay, the like Kansas City though, seven to one. Did I you mean, ever consider like a, a longer I was, bomb? I was. I was thinking Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns at they, forty to one. But were, I thought they'd lose though. I thought the Bears would get them. But they also had a tough schedule. But they still, they went undrafted. They did. Tim Poster, Tim and Tom. Remember, used to own Golden Nugget. Tim took the Miami Dolphins at nine. Samir Dua took the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at ten. And Steve Bookatz, who won the baseball tournament, he took Texas. Good for him. He took the Bengals. Now, they were 100-1 before the comeback win over the Vikings. He took Cincinnati at 50, and then Ashley Perry went with the Saints to round it out. So, at 155-1. Yeah. 100, yeah. Huh. Always some surprises there. No but Denver. It, right. No Cleveland. I'm with you. I think Denver runs the table. But yeah, at so the too. time, at the time of the draft, they were getting smoked by... Uh, Detroit, so I guess uh, prisoner of the moment, maybe. And five teams went in the NFC, two of them from the South. No Buccaneers. Very surprising. I agreed with Mike Palm. It had to be San Francisco and then AFC run, but it, it was the exact opposite. It did not go that way. But uh, Christopher's, that, that, that's, that's a good pick. Are you surprised Philly went that high at number five? No, I still think they're going to get the two seed. That didn't surprise me. I, was, I, went, I wanted Philly. I thought Philly could fall to me at eight. Uh, so I should get the two seed, so... I actually thought Philly would have fallen to you at eight as well, yeah. knowing who's drafting like this. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. All right, if you missed any of the show today, all you have to do is search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Go get them tonight. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.